Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> we have a really good guest today. I've known this person for, gosh, at least a decade. One of my favorite people in real estate, Anthony Vulin. He is the president of GLAR and he has his own brokerage here in the Los Angeles area. So Anthony, without further ado, welcome to our show. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome, welcome. President of GLAR. That's that's a pretty big uh, title. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's been a lot of fun. We're one of the largest associations in the country. We have over 13,000 members. So mm. it's a little overwhelming, but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So tell me this. Tell me how long you've been doing it and what led you to get involved in such a big way in GLAR. I've had my license as a broker for 20 years. So I just felt like now was kind of the time, you know, over the last few years, getting involved in the board to give back. And they do so much for our industry at an advocacy standpoint, where they're really getting involved with local government, state government, national, in issues that are affecting our industry at such a high level that I felt I would be irresponsible to not be involved in it at that point and giving back and doing what I can to help progress those issues and protect our industry, which I love so much, is just extremely important to me. So yeah, it's just, it's kind of just part of the job. And I wish we had more high producing agents and more brokers involved, really trying to give back because um, they do a great job at a local level for us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, ever since I've known you, you've always been involved in either just volunteering or working in some leadership position within all sorts of different boards and organizations. That's the word I was looking for. So what is what are some things that are really important to you that you're trying to bring light to and make change with? I, I, I know you've always been a change maker in that way. So what what are some things that are dear to you right now that you are trying to be an advocate for? Yeah, so there's a couple of things. I mean, we're in a housing crisis right now. Where there's just not enough housing being built. And that's causing prices to just skyrocket. And it creates an affordability issue. So all of us see that in LA and it's kind of an issue throughout the state and the country as well. It's becoming worse. So advocating for more housing to be built is specifically housing where we're able to have the opportunity to own. So not rentals, we need both, right? But we also need that opportunity with small condos to be built that are affordable that allow people to build their own wealth rather than their landlord's wealth. So I'm a big advocate of micro units and building studios and small one bedrooms and small two bedrooms to give people that first step to get into the market, um, to start building wealth. And it's the number one way to create wealth in this country. More millionaires are created through owning real estate than anything than any other industry. So it's a passion of mine, just helping people create that stability. Yeah, that makes sense. Is there anything to incentivize, let's say, a builder who would be building like a condo complex to go that route? Not right now. And a lot of cities are, their zoning codes won't even allow you to build small units. So that's part of the advocacy effort is to change that and to say, hey, there is a demand. People would buy a studio and they would live in it. Why don't we have that in our zoning code? So let's try to make that happen. And I mean, just on a personal level too, I'm... I'm going to be trying to get onto planning commission to serve at a local level with West Hollywood and help make some of those changes. So I think it's something that as realtors out there, it's something we should all think about is how can we serve at our local cities as well, besides our associations, because they need us. And we're, 
we're the voice to really protect home ownership rights. And um, there's nobody else really out there fighting for it. So it's our responsibility. It's actually worse than that, right? And not going to tell you anything you don't know, but it, it's NIMBYism, right? We, we got to fight for things to be built like micro units, which the NIMBY is going to say, no, thank you, because they assume everyone's got two cars and how are you going to park for all these micro units. So I agree with you. You, you guys have to be the, the advocates in, in the market. What is NIMBYism? NIMBY, not in my backyard. Oh. And then oh, yeah, it's a big Did deal you know what that was, Anthony? <laughs> yeah. It, it I've, never heard, I've never heard it said like that. Interesting. I've heard even, it not, not in my backyard. I've never yeah. heard the acronym for the it. ism, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Even, even the politicians the, that we talk to, they know about that now. And they're like, okay, we agree that that's not necessarily the best voice that's representing the community. Mm-hmm. So it's starting to change. You know, we're right. starting to see more pro-housing um, things pass. Yeah. That's good. That's great to hear. Well, can, can, we, can we dive into GLAR a little bit? I mean, I, I think a lot of agents think of it as the MLS, you know, mm. that main resource. But I'd love to know a little bit about more, uh, more about what what you guys do. I'd love to know how you're involved as president. What does the president of GLAR really do? And what you like about your role and maybe things you don't love so much about your role. Yeah. So GLAR is Greater Los Angeles Realtor Association. It's the association that represents the largest area of LA. And we are not the MLS, right? The MLS is a separate corporation. GLAR does own a majority of the MLS, CLAW, Mm -hmm. the MLS.com but it's a separate corporation. So any MLS issues are not things that we deal with at GLAR. We deal with the advocacy and protecting our industry at a local level here in like the greater Los Angeles area. So from downtown to Santa Monica um, and the beaches area and kind of everything in between there. So as president, it's your role to lead the board meetings, to create the vision for the year. And part of the vision that I have was trying to get more diversity within our board so that we're fully representing our agents. We've never had someone from ARIA, from the Asian Real Estate Association, as part of our board. And I appointed someone to be part of that. We never had someone from NAREP, the Hispanic Association, be part of our board. So I appointed someone to our board to represent them and to be a part of that too. So diversity, equity, and inclusion is something that we all hear and is on top of people's mind, but it's still something that's really being worked out through big corporations and being implemented now. And when you do that, the impact that you have on the organization is so huge at a level that sometimes you don't, you, you can't place your finger on it. And sometimes it's, it's very clear. And it's been really rewarding to be able to bring more diversity to our association. I'm also this year now national vice president of the LGBTQ Real Estate Alliance. And I've been involved at a local level, but with them, a lot of people don't realize that there's no laws in place in half of our country to protect you from discrimination in housing and credit if you're a part of the LGBTQ community. So if there's two women who are lesbians moving into an apartment, the owner can deny them housing in half of our country. So a big mission of that group is we're really trying to push for that at a national level to get the Equality Act, you know, specifically passed, which would solve that. But those issues, though it's illegal in California, those issues still we find are relevant within our own association and we hear stories all the time. So trying to bring awareness and to make sure that there's diverse groups that are out there that are educating people and trying to protect certain protected classes at a local level is also something that I brought to our local association that necessarily wasn't there at the level it is now. So that's been a huge thing. You know, another thing is president 
you have a say in you're part of the budget and finance committee and you have a say in kind of how the money is spent and what's important and you have a strong voice. And one thing that I felt was was extremely important was I thought that Greater LA Realtors should be the voice of real estate for LA. It shouldn't be a specific company like Zillow or Realtor.com or any other company out there, right? That it should be the group that represents everyone, not one particular business. So uh, Glar, we hired a PR person this year. And we've done really well with trying to get our messaging out to the big media sources. So hopefully that will continue, you know, moving forward. What's the messaging? What are you trying to message to people? What do they need to know? Oh, gosh, I mean, it's every month is something new, right? So depending on last year was election year, and there was so many different things that were happening with elections. So we had different message for different things that we're going through. Yeah, but it's always something new. And it's whatever we believe that we need to put out to protect our realtor members and also our homeowners, we're, we're going to do that. And we're going to spend money to do that. So, you know, when you're paying your board dues, it's, it's going towards a good cause. It's not, it's not being wasted. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. yeah. yeah, that was another question we had. So as a realtor and you're paying board dues at GLAR, what resources can you expect to receive or be able to utilize? Yeah, I mean, at GLAR, if you're a broker out there listening, I would definitely set up a call with someone at GLAR to come into your brokerage and explain all the benefits because there's so many. Um, There's a lot Mm -hmm. of discounts that you get. Obviously, we have the right to use our zip forms and the contracts that the state provides to us. Um, That's kind of the one thing that people know. But there's also a huge education department. I mean, there's, I don't know, at least... 15 or more education events that are happening every month that are really going to help you with your business. There's local regional events that are happening that are specific to global or PN for young professionals or technology or, you know, different things that are going to help your business. So tap into some of those resources, go on their website and explore it a little bit. But the education they put out is great. And I'm one of the educators and I'm happy to teach and just volunteer my time and do that just to give back. I feel like I'm at that point where I want to give back as much as I can to fellow realtors out there. So you guys, yeah, you guys do education. I I think you guys do networking as well, right? You have networking events. I I know on the website, I saw a section for market data. What about uh, knowledge center, things like that? What about, what about marketing? Does GLAR try to help agents in that realm or is that outside of your purview? We have vendors that we work with. So we have different affiliates that are part of GLAR that that we support. And we have some of them that are marketing experts. So they do teach classes. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to hire them further to do things they do, we're not putting out necessarily marketing material on the site that you can just download and use. But like you said, there are a lot of stats and graphs and things like that, which you can do. But that's not you know one of the main things that they're doing at this point. Yeah. You had also mentioned um, wanting more realtors and top producers and whatnot to be a little bit more involved. What could that look like? Let's say somebody wants to like really participate or somebody just like just has a little bit of time. What options do they have? I would say the first thing is look at the list of committees on the website and see which one interests you. So this year I'm chair of Multicultural and Diversity Committee. And we're going to be putting on a party in August with all the different multicultural groups all in one event. I mean, that's going to be one of the main things we do. So if that's something that interests you, give me a call and join and help me put on that event. My favorite committee really is the Government Affairs Committee because uh, it's a committee that meets every month. And you have the opportunity to listen to and interview different legislators that are in the LA area. 
And oh. we got to interview Caruso and Bass and people who are running oh, wow. for mayor, any of the city council members in West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, LA that we're running, we would have the opportunity to interview and to decide who do we want to support as an association and who do we want to give money. Mm-hmm. So that's a really cool way to make a big impact. And I would say, look at the other committees, you know, if you're interested in global or YPN, join a committee, that's your starting point. It will be worth it. It doesn't take that much time or energy, but it's, it's a great way to kind of start getting more involved. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know that existed. It's That's pretty amazing. I like the, what was it? The government affairs committee, the fact that you can go and hear yeah. uh, these governmental figures or, or whatnot come and speak. And you're in a way representing your entire community of over 13,000 realtors. That's kind of cool. I yeah, get. it's amazing. And that's how we start. We remind them like, hey, you know, we're here interviewing you. We're representing 13,000 realtors. This message will go out to yeah. all of our realtors. And they come in and every year we are able to get access to all the highest level officials. So it's pretty exciting if you're a politics junkie or just want to <laughs> learn about what's affecting your industry. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also like being able to ask the questions that you as a realtor, you're representing your clients, right? You're representing homeowners in the Los Angeles area or wherever you are to be able to ask those questions that you know might be on people's minds. That's a pretty cool opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And if you personally have a question, you bring it up to the committee and you might get your personal question asked or be able to ask it yourself. So it's a great opportunity. Awesome. It's cool. I I read that Laura has been around since 1903, 118 years. That's pretty amazing. Nothing's around for that long. I mean, that's, (laughs) I wonder what they were doing in 1904. (laughs) It was just two guys in a room thinking up what what Glar should be. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, there's always been a need for someone to help with a real estate transaction and to protect the consumer. And that's always been the role. And it just evolved over the years. So yeah, yeah, we're, I think, one of the oldest ones around. Pretty cool. Now there's SRAR in the Valley. You guys get along? Is there any infighting? (laughs) Is there like, do you and the other president have a boxing match or anything, an annual... Cage match. No, or luckily, how, what's the relationship there? I mean, it might, it could be fun, right? Do one of those like sumo wrestling <laughs> things for charity or something. Yeah. I did that once and broke my shoulder. Like, oh, never again, no. but you know, I'll send someone else to the rink. <laughs> uh, but no, luckily, everybody, yeah, we all get along. They're a great group. They're super active. They do so many great things. So sometimes we'll join together and interview certain candidates that cross borders together or have an event together. But, um, yeah, they're they're a very strong group and we love them. Yeah. Is it just kind of Glar is the city and the West Side and SRAR is the valley and it's just two different areas, but but your neighbors and you're friendly. Is that the way it works? Yeah, exactly. Realtors can join any association, but within each association, there's certain areas that they'll focus on. So of course SRAR is gonna be more in the valley and Glar is gonna be more of the greater LA area. But we have members who live in the valley and you know, they have members who live in LA. I was going to ask you about you because, I mean, I, I was looking at your LinkedIn profile. You're obviously very active in GLAR, not, not just president. <laughs> yeah, the picture looks good. Right. Um, like, it really looks like their LinkedIn. <laughs> right? Your, your picture actually looks like you, not 20 years ago. You weren't catfishing us. So you're busy with GLAR. I saw that you were involved in car for a long time. And then you run the collective, which is your own brokerage. You have quite a few agents. Uh, that's, uh, how do you balance all that? That's really impressive. 
that's what everyone's <laughs> like do you ever sleep um, but i mean and that's another cool thing about our industry right it's like there's so many opportunities to get involved and to stay busy and do things and that's just who i am i'm always want to do something more and keep growing car has been great i'm still a director with car and go to all their board meetings we have you know three weeks a year of, of different meetings throughout the state and that's awesome my office the collective we have about 60 agents and my family. So I love it. And I'm working, but it doesn't always feel like I'm working. I get to spend time with family and good friends every day, helping them grow wealth and stability. And it's just exciting. So I think that my energy level stays up because I'm doing something that I love to do. And I'm just naturally that type of person who wants to help and see people succeed and, and watch them watch them grow and help them change their lives. Like this business, you literally can change your life in a year. I've had agents who started out re in selling in retail and a year and a half later, they're buying a house and just have a completely different life. So it's exciting to see that. And I think that because of that and because I love that so much, it just it, it keeps my energy level up. But yeah, I'm, I'm working probably too much more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> well, people always talk about work, work-life balance and your work-life balance is you love to work. So that's your balance. Hey, I would rather be in Hawaii, like surfing, right. and just chilling out. Trust me. <laughs> One of my yeah. friends is like, no, but you'd love to work. Like, what would you do? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I would also be happy. Relaxed. <laughs> um, I mean, I got married, um, April, 2022 and wow. I want to start a family, you know? So that's mm. my next step. Like we're looking into having kids and how we're going to do that and saving money for it. And that's going to change my trajectory of what I do and how I work and the future as well. But um, that's something coming up next, you know, so I'm excited. How exciting for for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I got got lucky. (laughs) (laughs) I know I saw the pictures of your, your wedding weekend and it looked absolutely amazing and everybody looks so happy. (laughs) Like they were having the time of their lives. It looked like such well, a it was it was really special. I mean, I grew up not thinking that I would ever be able to be allowed legally to get married. So yeah. to be able to get married and have family and friends there that I thought maybe would never come, it made it even more special. We did a destination yeah. we- wedding in Maui and it was great. And, you know, when you look at the friends who are there, a lot of them are in the real estate industry. You know, this is our family yeah. and friends like it's really cool. And it's like, I'm so happy to have like Kyra, who, you know, my transaction coordinator was there and our lender Marty was there. And it's just like people, my assistant in the office, Marshall, like people who you love and you work with are become part of this family in real estate, but also their real family on the outside of real estate too. So we're lucky to have this business that's so social, I guess, you know, where you're not just in a cubicle all day alone. Right. Like it's a very social business. Yeah. Have you seen that show Severance on Apple TV? Mm-mm. It's a really interesting concept. No. So basically people have a medical procedure done to sever their work life from their personal life, oh, which right. you can never do that. in real estate. Yeah. But it's it's a fascinating thought because can you imagine? And we mm. are so lucky that there is so much overlap that it doesn't always feel like so isolating at work. Do you, you know think what I mean? most agents enjoy being agents? I think it depends, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great career. You just have to, you get out of it what you put into it. What do you think, Anthony? 
I would hope so. <laughs> but I think a lot of the, <laughs> I mean, all of your agents of, better yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They better walk in that front door with a smile <laughs> on their face. <laughs> right. Um, but that's actually that's part of like for my office's um, belief system. One of them is to create joy every day through your fellow coworkers and your clients. And joy is important. You ha- you have to enjoy what you're doing and. If you're not at that moment, we all have those moments, try to create it and do something to lift somebody else up. So I would hope that other realtors out there also feel the same. I think a lot of realtors get into the business for the wrong reasons. I think reality TV shows has done our industry a disservice, to be honest, Mm, because it doesn't show the real side of real estate. I am waiting for my reality show to get out there one day that shows the real real estate. <laughs> and shows the real, the real life, the real people, the real struggles, the real negotiating that happens on average homes because it's a lot of work and it's yeah. challenging and there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of successes and fun and it's rewarding. But I don't think that um, a lot of people getting into the business see that they're like, oh, wow, I'm going to sell a $5 million house and get this huge commission and whatever. I could just sell one a year. I'm like, Good luck getting that one. Good luck. There's, you know, there's not that many luxury homes that are out there. And we have 13,000 realtors. Trust me, everybody wants the same thing. The likelihood of you selling super high end properties is very low. Especially Um, if you're doing one deal a year. Somebody's got to do it. But yeah, yeah. It's a business, right? You know, so. It's a grind. I wonder if that's why they're at most uh, real estate offices, there's always like donuts and bagels in the kitchen just to create joy. If you're not having a good day, a donut will help. <laughs> you know, a little sugar. Oh yeah, a little sugar. I mean, yeah, sugar. I bring them in all the time. <laughs> I'm doing keto this year for a couple months, so I'm still bringing them in and saying no, but <laughs> it does bring joy to other people. <laughs> I know. What can, what can you bring that's that's like a treat, but that's not donuts and crappy and carbs? Fruit. Fruit, Yeah. Mm, carbs, too many carbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, can, what can you eat now? Seriously, nuts. like a, a bell cashews. pepper and nuts. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, cashews in the big rage. 2023, uh, cashews. I am not a cashew fan. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind cashews. <laughs> well, you, okay. So it sounds like, it sounds like you're kind of a coach too. You're not just the broker and the owner. Like this is your family. And you're, are you also kind of playing office manager as well? Are you coaching these folks or do you have someone else day to day? Yeah, I'm, I mean, some of the agents have their own coach, but I definitely am coaching. I'm teaching classes, mm-hmm. I'm meeting agents one-on-one, taking them out to lunch or coffee and just sitting down with them and exploring what their business plan looks like at the moment and how could we improve that. Agents always say like, well, you know, I don't know what to do next. They really know, but they just need somebody to talk it through with and to hold them accountable to get certain things done that they don't want to get done. So I do a lot of coaching, hold people accountable um, to help them build their business. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's, that's also, you know, big passion and part of like building wealth for people is, is having that one-on-one time to understand what their personal goals are. Are they having a kid this year and how much money do they really need to do that? And do they know? And, you know, I've realized like through my business planning classes that I do, the first thing I ask is like, you know, what's your monthly net? What is your, your expenses for the month, every month, just to get by and survive. And most people don't know. They can't tell me that number off the bat. They have to think about it and look and do research. And then when they tell me, I said, okay, well, that's, that's what you're spending every month. But what about some of those other, other costs that are yearly costs or quarterly costs, or we pay the MLS twice a year? And other other things that are out there, 
are you breaking that down by month or do you just randomly pay it when the bills do? Or do you have a budget that's showing you this is money that should be budgeted month by month? So just kind of getting that first step of what the baseline is for people that they have to make every month to survive is shockingly, <laughs> it really shocks me that people don't um, know what that number is. So that's kind of the start of the business plan. And then of course, beyond that is like, well, what else do you want this year? What else do you have to have to really make you happy and to do the right thing for your family and for those around you? Um, So it's basic things, right? That people overlook and we all need help. I have a coach. I meet with a coach 30 minutes every single week. I pay them and it Mm -hmm. makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to finish up with this question, if you don't mind. As president of GLAR, you have your own brokerage. I think you're obviously an exceptionally knowledgeable guy. I like to ask, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but the market's transitioning. So what what are you telling your agents about what it's going to be like out there this year in 2023? What's the market going to be like? Yeah. So if you're listening, we're in January, January 2023 right now. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this in June, let's see if we're right or wrong. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really expecting the year I'm feeling right now that these first couple weeks of the year, there's a lot of activity. It's getting busier than it was last year. Last year from May until the end of the year, it just got slower, 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 slower. Less things were selling, prices were being affected a little bit and it was rough. It was probably the worst year for more people more offices, more realtors than I've ever heard. Their worst year ever was last year for so many people. And this year, I feel like I feel like it was like COVID, right? Where when COVID started, everybody freaked out and nothing happened. But then it flourished after that. So I feel like 2022, from May till the end of the year, was maybe the break where not, not much was happening and things slowed down. Investors just backed out. But now starting in January, I'm hoping little by little, it's going to build up and people are going to realize like, hey, interest rates are where they are. They're not terrible. But we also realize that prices, I don't think are going to crash. That in some neighborhoods, they may go down a little bit. In other areas, they're going to continue to go up. Open houses this year have been busy already. The properties that I'm looking for with buyers have multiples on them. And that might not have happened months ago. So I'm really hopeful that this year things will continue to stay moving forward. I think prices over year over year are going to be up, but just slightly, maybe 3% by the end of the year. I think it's going to be a pretty flat year. I really don't think prices are going to be down by the end of the year. So the message to say is, is for buyers, the longer you wait, the more expensive it's going to be. We have rates are what they are now. A lot of people think that by the end of the year, rates are going to come down to be more consistently in the fives and stay there for a while. So let's see what happens with that. An interesting stat I heard from one of the NAR statisticians and economists said that our mortgage rates follow the 10-year yield more than anything else. And there's always a gap between the mortgage rates and the 10-year yield. And where we are right now, the gap is bigger than it's ever been. The Mm 10-year yield is higher than it's ever been. So that shows that there's room, according to history, for rates, you know, to come down because of that gap. So that's just another thing that that may help us. And of course, as we know, once inflation gets under control, that's also going to help rates to come down. So overall, I think we're going to have I think we're going to have a better year than last year. I think housing prices are going to be a little flat. I think activity is going to be a little bit better than last year, but not as good as 2021. And we're going to kind of be in this new market for a while. So the skills that realtors have have to be stronger because there's more realtors in the business than there's ever been. 
There's less transactions that are happening now than there was in the last couple of years. So you really have to focus on your database, on your relationships, and not a whole lot of people, not a thousand people database, focus on two or 300 people. And that's going to get you a couple deals a month. And if you're not doing it two or three deals a month from maybe 300 people, then definitely don't add people to your database. And once you do that business, then start adding people. I have a really, I have a class that I teach us all about how to get 30 deals from a 300 person database. And that's really what my focus is always every year because I know it works. I mean, if anyone's out there and wants to check it out, please feel free to go to thecollectiverealty.com or go to The Collective Realty on YouTube. And all of our classes are there. We have amazing resources for anyone out there. If you just want to watch a class one night or watch you know, part of it, just search The Collective Realty on YouTube. And we always have new realtor education out there. So um, just as that. a resource for your listeners. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. I, I like the optimism, right? I, I like that you think the sky's not falling and we're all going to be okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And it's, um, I really believe that. And then let's see what happens. If you're listening yeah. in June, hey, send me a text and let me know. If I <laughs> we're going to check, we're going to check it in December and let you know what, uh, what happens. You got a 50, 50 mm-hmm, chance. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Anthony. This was awesome. Such yeah, a pleasure. Good to see to... You, Sarah. Thanks for having me. And, um, thanks for doing what you're doing to help our realtors out there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.